Welcome back to the Osmerican Aces NFL Podcast, our weekly NFL podcast bringing all you Osmericans the latest and greatest in the world of NFL. I tell you what, Rat, it was one of the most exciting weeks of NFL because I've taken a little bit of inspiration from you and said no more six to eight dollar pops. $25 multi, put it on the internet, and the punters have been saluted with me special last week. I'm going to pump myself up because there's no better feeling than giving the Aces a 25 bucks special. And, I'm, and I thought I could have even went harder. You know, Derrick Henry scored two. Uh, Rashi Rice went for 100 and a TD. The Ravens were scary. It was just one of those weeks I thought it was seeing them like Travis Head, seeing them like beach balls. Oh, right. I haven't even welcomed you to the show. How are you, brother? <laughs> I'm going good, mate. It's always good to see you up and about. Well done. Well done. 25 buckaroonies. There you go. You hit one of them for the year. If everyone keeps betting the same amount, you you finish up, mate. So well done. Well done. And that means you're really seeing them like beach balls, mate. If they're if they're well and truly covering, not just getting there, they're absolutely smacking those um, lines out of the park. So well done, mate. Well done. I'm sure you won't be um, shy and giving yourself a pat on the back, as you said, as you said. But uh, well done. What about I put our one together, and uh, the first time this year you haven't gone at probably seventy five percent. You went zero from four. It was like you cursed oh. all the players. Oh, I know, mate. I know. I'm not even going to talk, try and justify the picks. A couple were close, but at the end of the day, fuck, they got a big red cross there, mate. So it doesn't matter. Oh, the red cross is nothing worse. I just want to remind the aces that may have listened last, listened last week. Uh, this was my, uh, this was the bet that we uh, went with. It was Calvin Ridley, 50 yards. Uh, he had 89. Tyreek Hill, 100. Um, he got 102, actually. That was quite lucky. Uh, sorry, that's the week 11. Apologies. Let me just start again there, Rad. I'm getting a little bit excited here while I go through my phone and pick up the uh, specials. Here it is here. Derek Henry, anytime touchdown for $1.92, had two and scored the first, I believe. David Njoku over 45 and a half. He had 59, I think. It was actually quite lucky, Njoku. Uh, Rashi Rice, 50 plus, went for 100 and a touchdown. He was paying 220 for 50. I actually had someone from the Aces message me. They had $3 on game day. Um, very interesting. And then AJ Brown, anytime touchdown. Glad I took the touchdown, not the yards. And Baltimore Ravens, just the win because I can't pick that offense. 25-88 without a boost. Very juicy. So, you know what? I really like the fact that me and you are giving out these $2 pops and then saying take the multi as a little bit of a sweetener. I reckon that's our new approach, right? Um, we won't talk about yours. Even though Tank Dell was one of them who got a play called back off a flag you were very stiff there. And I think Kamara had four receptions and you took the over 4.5. I'll stop there, but you're very stiff. Um, mate, big week, big week, guys, huge week. Six teams on by this week. Um, if you're in fantasy, finals are about to come up. Some teams, some players are, some teams are, uh, you know, depending on their league size, they might be uh, in finals earlier. But I know our Oz American Aces, we've got two more weeks and it's probably two of the biggest weeks. We've got six teams um, tied for fourth, to ninth, which means there's, you know, now you're talking about points four, you're talking about matchups. There's a lot going on. And we have six teams on by. We have the Ravens, the Bills, the Bears, the Raiders, the Vikings, and the Giants. There's a lot of offense in there. You know, the Vikings, especially the Bills and the Ravens, a lot of people will be flat, um, including our boys, Ads and Dunks, who have Justin Jefferson, who has just been released off IR straight into the bye. Uh, which we'll talk about in a second. But the big one, 
off IR. 79 days it's been since torn Achilles. A-Rod has returned off the IR at the New York Jets. Can you believe what you're reading, Rat? No, mate, I can't believe how good he's moving at this stage. Um, what would you say, 79 days? It's been 79 days since he tore his Achilles. Mate, I've been speaking to a great mate, uh, Christian Welch, in the process. He's obviously was unfortunate enough to go through one of them as well, and he's staggered. He's he's just staggered by this whole process. It's actually going to be um, interesting to see whether he does get back on the park this year. I know he's been elevated and see how he does move around. Look, especially with that offensive line, mate, I wouldn't want too many uh, defensive linemen um, coming at me post, um, uh, what is it, Achilles, with the way he's moving around at the minute. Oh, mate. So Jets head coach Robert Sala announced that Aaron Rodgers' 21-day practice window will open today. And he's out there practicing and he's slinging the pigskin around and some people are just in disbelief. Um, I'm a bit concerned, Rat, if I'm honest, because of their O-line. And you know what it's like. You can't really, you can't practice for game day. And one quick movement and he hurts it again. It's pretty serious stuff. But you know what it's like. I don't think they're going to rush him back. But I must say, a lot of conversation around this can't be true. He mustn't have torn his Achilles like everyone else. Um, you know, Aaron Rodgers v. Science once again. Anyway, a lot of negative comments. Why can't we all just get around this bloke? We need to see this bloke on the field. The Jets' defense is amazing. Their offense is horrific only because of that position. Like, why can't we just say, how good? Can't wait to see him back. Everyone's got an opinion about this, and they're all saying that he's no chance to get back. I, I love it. And uh, I know our man, Welshie, he's a big boy, though. I think, you know, when you're a bit heavier, it'd be harder um, being, a, you know, a big weapon that Welshie is. I'm just fascinated and can't wait to see this. And I can't wait to see if he can get back because the Jets have weapons on the field that need someone to throw the ball to. You know, they need someone at quarterback and they don't have it at the moment. So exciting times, mate. I thought I'd touch on the news to start the podcast. Any takeaways from last week before we jump into the, the week ahead? Um, from what I was seeing, it's going to be interesting to see what uh, Minnesota do at quarterback. The pastor or not, uh, Josh Dobbs, come back to earth, didn't he, with four picks. Um, oh. They're still in the playoff hunt, uh, well and truly. It's just going to be interesting to see how they the, – the bye, I don't think, could come at a better time for them. Go back. Their coach, Kevin O'Connell, said they're going to go over the plays that they've got in the book for Josh Dobbs and hopefully refine some of them over this spell and get another massive weapon back in Jefferson, as you mentioned. So – It'll be interesting to see how Minnesota bounce back uh, post buy. That's my that's my takeaway from uh, last week because that was a horrendous game. You can't be letting the Bears get you done in and what was a schmozzle of a game. It's, it, it was another prime time flop, mate. But um, right, do you know what know, I had on that? Do you know what I did in that game? Do you know what I did in that game? I had one bet. Do you know who I bet on? Oh. Um, who? Addison for yards. I took him for 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, and 100 and just had one unit on all of it. I don't know if you watched the game. He had a 50-yard catch at the start of the play. They didn't challenge. I still cannot understand why they didn't challenge. It was a catch that it was like an Edelman-type catch in that Super Bowl. Um, bit arrogant, I thought. They thought they'd get down there again. They never got down there again for the whole bloody game. And there was another one where Josh Dobbs overthrew the ball where he was wide open. The, the, the corner fell over for the Bears and he went out of bounds, caught it with a foot on the line. Um, he had a knee. Yeah, I saw that one. 
he had a knee that accidentally hit the ground and he went for 22 and they called it back for four. He finished the game with 39 and he had a drop catch that got intercepted as well. Uh, it was one of the biggest and baddest beats. And all I was cheering was Addison. So I wasn't even like cheering a result. And <laughs> I was like laughing at how much errors there were. And then I just got to the point where I'm like, this is ridiculous. This is the worst game I have ever seen. And I will keep going here. Justin Fields, he has ruined his chances. He, he had every chance to like dominate that game and, you know, make management think about him in the future. Mate, that he'll be shipped off as quick as you could think at the end of the year. But the only problem is his value is going through the floor if he keeps playing like that. Like not, not to throw a touchdown or four picks. Are you kidding me, Rat? Like you got DJ Moore there. You got, you know, he can use his wheels. He's got Komet. He's got a guy that I can't believe they're not using, Mooney. I don't understand why. It's like he's forgotten. They make me sick, and I know you support them. What were you thinking watching that game? Yeah, mate, it was hard. They were throwing a lot of passes behind the line of scrimmage and just trying to get uh, the run after, uh, yeah, run after catch yards. Um, mate, last week Fields actually looked pretty good stepping up in the pocket, but this week back to reality. Hopefully, he can just uh, knock off a couple more games like he played last week and bump up his value, get a few draft picks because they've got two in the top four at the minute. So. Um, oh and I still don't know whether Caleb Williams, the um, number one touted QB in college, is going to nominate yet. He's got it pretty good over there in uh, Southern California. So I don't think he actually wants to go to the Bears. So he may um, choose to hold off one more year. So, oh, yeah, hard watching at the minute, mate, being a Bears supporter. So we'll see how they go the rest of the year. I think the Bears would be a good spot for him. They've got, I think their defense is improving and their uh, and their offense isn't that bad. They've got a few weapons there. Get a good quarterback. You know, they might recruit some other people. They've got another pick there. Don't they have three or four? So they, I reckon the Bears would be a good fit for a quarterback, personally. Anyway, we'll move on. Um, before we start the week, it'd be uh, rude if I didn't mention, but the Panthers have done a clean sweep. They got rid of Frank Wright, the head coach. I think he's the fourth in history, um, shortest to kind of get in there and get out of there. Uh, I think he's going to get paid about 36. These next two years, he gets paid a lot of money. I think the Colts owe him money and the Panthers owe him a lot of money. And what they're saying as well, I think QB coach McGowan, um, Josh McGowan, I think it is, he got the sack as well. And they apparently wanted Stroud in the draft and the owners said, no, we're taking Young. So it's just crazy how you just can't win either way. Um, and, oh, mate, they're, the Panthers, I watched that game. With the Titans, uh, I, I couldn't believe their last play. They were fourth and 16, and they threw the ball four yards and got tackled behind the line of scrimmage almost. And you're thinking, why can't you just let him sling it down the field? Um, one other thing I saw, he's actually got the greatest completion ratio for uh, wide receivers that are open at 75% in the competition, Bryce Young. So just to let everyone out, uh, everyone listening, he's actually going all right. He's just got no separation with his wide receivers, um, according to that stat. So really interesting to see what they do there. But they've had a meltdown considering they did that trade, gave up so much, one to monitor. Um, but the Bears did really well considering they got DJ Moore and they're going to get pick one uh, in that trade. Anyway, let's get into the games. Let's kick off with Thursday night football, which is obviously Friday in Australia. We've got the Seahawks heading to the Cowboys to take on the Dallas Cowboys, who are eight and three. Seahawks, six and five. Rat, what do you like in this game? They reckon Kenneth Walker is probably, I think he's a he's going to be a healthy scratch again with that oblique, which means Charbonnet and Dallas will be uh, looking after the backfield. Um, and Dallas at home, I think they've covered the spread. Uh, I think they've covered the spread all but two games at home. Uh, and they are a powerhouse when they play teams that are under 500. But this week, Seahawks six and five, that wouldn't be them. So what do you think? Will it be close? 
Um, I don't think it's close, mate. We know how good Dallas Dallas has been. The defense has been outstanding. They put up a 45-burger last weekend against the Commanders, um, and the Seahawks weren't too competitive against San Fran. So, you know, 180 yards, pardon me, 180 yards last week and a pick. Uh, not a heap on the ground from Charbonnet. I just think this is going to be a no contest here. Same. As you mentioned, with the Cowboys at home, I reckon they get it done easy, and we know where that formula lies. It's uh, CD in the air with a compliment from uh, Brandon Cooks. And, oh, mate, who knows? But 50 yards, maybe no tutty from Pollard on the deck. But, um, yeah, I reckon CD CD goes over there in what um, will be an air raid there at home for Dallas. What do you think happens? I think this is what's going to happen. I think Dallas are going to win by seven plus. I think Pollard is starting to really get himself going. It's the back end of the year. I feel like the momentum is on his side. He's scored two rushing touchdowns in a row. He's going at six yards per carry and five yards the week before per carry. He's had 12 and 13 carries the last couple of weeks. As I said, he's only gone over 74 times this year, but last week was one of them. And this week he gets a green light. I really like Tony Pollard. The problem is you don't get much money. So I'll be taking the touchdown. And CD Lamb was disappointing on yards last week. Only the 53, but he had the nine targets. He only had four catches on those nine. The receivers get a pretty good matchup. Now they've got good defense, um, the Seahawks, but... What I've noticed and what I think last week when they played San Fran, it was kind of a two-headed attack. It was behind the line of scrimmage and they just used their running back in McCaffrey and Debo Samuel on the jet sweep. And then when it wasn't jet sweep, he would just line up and yards per, you know, yards after catch. I think if they're going to incorporate a similar game plan, CD Lamb gets the attention. And I really like Brandon Cooks. He's been he's been fantastic the last three weeks. And we said this on the podcast. If Dallas are to improve, they've got to find him the ball. Well, he had five targets last week for four catches of 72. The week before, four targets for three catches for 42. Um, and the week before that, 10 and nine for 173. He's really going well. And I think he's that wide receiver two now. So I think uh, it's a Pollard and it's a... Cook's game, but you can't really count out the guns. I don't like too much on the other side of the ball. Um, but yeah, that's an easy game. I love watching Dallas. Like just, you know, what a team to watch at home. They're awesome. So looking forward to that one. It's really a cracker. Let's head over to the next game, which both teams are six and five. It'll be kicking it off on the uh, Sunday slate, Monday, 5 a.m. for me. Broncos, six and five, taking on the Texans, six and five. Big game. Broncos are back. Unbelievable. Let's ride. What do you think happens here? Yeah, Texans being at home, I really liked them at home. And as we mentioned last week, uh, proof in the pudding last week with uh, Singletary well and truly taking over the backfield there for the Texans. Um, I'm still really liking what Tank Dell does. He might get that certain matchup, as you've said. And Courtland Sutton uh, well and truly emerging as the wide receiver one. There at Denver, I think... I think Houston is just starting to hit the wall a little bit. I know how good Stroud looks, but he's starting to try to bite off a bit too much. And I think the Denver defense, which has been great and kept them in games, will be able to keep him at bay. I think Denver win this one in an arm wrestle. And we know what their recipe for success is. You've got Javante Williams on the ground and Courtland Sutton in the air. So he's been a beast. He's he scored a touchdown in every game bar last week for the past uh, six games. So he's gone... Five touchdowns out of the last six games. So I expect Courtland Sutton to get over again for a tutty and Denver Broncos to win. What do you think happens, Tommy? 
He dropped one last week, which was fascinating. Cortland Sutton is a TD beast. Mate, I um I, I think Denver will win this game. I think their defense is the reason why. And I'm really interested to watch the backfield. Javante Williams um hurt his neck and then he come back and played. And P Ryan looked really impressive. They're real hard. You know what? The Denver Broncos are really hard to watch. They're not explosive. They really limit teams. Um, I'm interested to see CJ Stroud. Can he go, come up against this, this defense? CJ Stroud's last four weeks, 470, 356, 336, and 304. That's passing yards. I wonder if you take the under this week because of this defense and because of blokes like Patrick Satan. I'm going to be watching that one. I don't like anything, you know. And that is so many yards, bro. Bro, that's Look so at that, many that yards. Is... So many yards. He's been so impressive. But I, I think this week it comes to an end. Um, I think it might be an unders week, but you can't you can't count that bloke out because I, I actually think they might be playing from behind and. But yeah, look, man, look, I, I don't have anything special here, so I'm going to stop talking. I, I, you know, I really like Pollard in the Cowboys game. This one, don't like much, but I think the Broncos can get the chocolates on the road. Um, they're on a heater. Let's take it to the next game, which I think is the Bill Belichick Cup because the rumours are he's going to the Chargers and Staley's going to be getting the ass. The Chargers, four and seven, taking on the Patriots, two and nine. This one will be at the Patriots. Mate, just a quick one. The Chargers defence was outstanding last week for the first time in a long time. Keeping the Ravens, I don't know whether it was their defense or Lamar Jackson's offense was horrific. I thought he played really poor, Lamar. I was, I was watching that game closely. I thought the the Ravens' defense was outstanding and they let themselves down on offense. But the Chargers' defense was really good and Bosa wasn't playing. So I really, um, was really impressed. This was so simple for me. This is, an uh, you know, just a... A feast. Chargers will win. And I don't think the Patriots want to win because they've got pick three at the moment or pick four or whatever it is in the draft. They want a quarterback and they need a quarterback because their quarterback room is horrific. Best bet of the week, Chargers on the road. I think Herbert will win. What do you think? Chargers need a win, mate. Um, and as you mentioned, there's not a lot in the Patriots uh, result here. So Chargers to win. Austin Eckler needs to get going. We've seen Keenan Allen be an absolute beast. He had 16 targets last weekend for 14 catches and 106 yards. That is outstanding. He's on He's on fire. He's uh, second in the uh, yards race this year behind our boy Tyreek Hill. Um, recipe for success is Eckler touchdown and Allen receiving yards over. Um, and Staley needs to win. Every game the rest of the year, they're four and seven. They win out. It'll take him to 10 and seven. That is the only way I see him keeping his job. And if he wins a playoff game or two, but the way they're going, as I've said, the last month, Chargers are going to charge. And I don't think they can lose this one, but also like it just sums them up if they do, mate. I reckon the Chargers win. And as I mentioned, those two players, Allen and Eckler, to um, receiving yards and touchdown. Love it, mate. Let's move on to the Lions taking on the Saints. The Lions were horrific last week, giving up a Thanksgiving home game. I think it was seven in a row, according to my stats. Uh, they hurt a lot of people to kick off the slate. Uh, that 4.30 game, I woke up for it. Uh, it was a waste of my time. We had Laporta there in a little same game. We thought we were off to the races at 7-7, and then Goff kind of didn't play well, and the Packers played outstanding. They were really good, but they outcoached them as well. What that tells me is I, I think they've had an extra, they've had an extended week and 
I love Dan Campbell. I love the Lions. They're eight and three for a reason. They go to New Orleans who are five and six. Chris Alave, I think he's going to be out. Um, Shahid, Jahid, or whatever his name is. He's hurt his uh, thigh. Um, Thomas is on IR. Mate, this screams, screams a win for me for the Lions. In fact, might be one of my better bets as well, just considering the value being on the road. Not sure what they're paying, but love it. I love teams that um, don't play well, that have got good records because they come back and respond. So this, for mine, is Lions. And if you watched last week, Atlanta got them with Bajan Robinson um, with a couple of catches and also a rushing. I think, I think you know, you just got to look at Gibbs and Montgomery. Um, as the two, but yeah, we've got to monitor that Chris Alave, um, where he's he's got a concussion, he's limited in practice, he might still play, he might not. Um, and Shahid, yeah, he sat out of practice. So for me, I like the Lions just a head to head win. You, Rat, yeah, mate, same here. Um, don't reckon there's too much to see. I reckon the Lions get up here last week, a bit of a blip, but I reckon they're too good of an outfit, they'll bounce back. And, yeah, as we know, Amon Ra, St. Brown. He had 11 targets last week for nine catches, 95 yards. He's an absolute beast. So recipe to success there is similar to the Chargers, wide receiver one. And I reckon Gibbs gets over. I like Gibbs for receiving yards as well. Oh, I thought the Saints' run day was traditionally pretty good. They got opened up last week. But, yeah, um, yeah, I think that uh, that will go all right. So looking forward looking forward to that. Um Sorry, Rat was just receiving a little phone call on my phone. I had to just decline that so it doesn't interrupt with our podcast. Mate, I, uh, I thought McCamara was stiff last week. Man, he got the five targets for 50 yards and only four receptions. Thought they'd go to him a bit more. i tell you what's really stinking up is Derek Carr. He has not thrown a touchdown pass in his last two starts. Um, and he's, he's, yeah, he's not doing too well. This week's a good week for him. Um, so I think this is the one. Um, so yeah, mate, really like the lines. Uh, so I'll be tipping them. And I think just monitor that backfield Gibbs and Montgomery. It's starting to get really tricky. Don't you think it's a bit tricky every, every week now you don't know who's going to get it. Yeah, that's right, mate. They seem to be rolling with, uh, whoever gets a hot hand in the first half and whoever looks good. They're obviously, uh, both dip the toe in with both of them. And then whoever's, uh, comes up better against what the oppo schemed up. They seem to be rolling with them a bit. So it is a, it is a tricky one to pick. Love it, mate. Let's head to the Falcons, five and six, taking on the Jets, four and seven. A little bit of life in the Jets with Aaron Rodgers off IR. The crowd will be up and about, but they do have Timmy Boyle under center who went for 179, one touchdown and two picks last week. Very stiff on the pick through the, the Hail Mary before halftime and got the pick six against. That sums up their season. I thought Ritter was average last week. I thought London was good. London will struggle this week with a matchup. All my eyes turn to Bajan Robinson, and I need Pitts to get going. I've got him in fantasy. He has been horrific. I don't think he's had over. He's he's had one touchdown this year. I, 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 is he any good, or is it is it he's in a shocking offense because it's pissing me off because I've been patient and I'm not getting rewarded. Rat, is it time to let go of Pitts, or do you hold on to him and just pray he comes good for you at the end of the year? No, nah, mate. No, nah, you, you flog him off. Um, I just don't think when you say come good or need him to get going, I don't think that is viable for a receiver in this offense uh, due to their scheme and their quarterback play. So the only the only uh, shining light is Bijan, as we know. So I just don't think with Ritter under center and what they do on the offensive side of the ball um, is conducive to any great receiver play. So what I'm looking at here is Bijan to finally get on top of the uh, New York Jets defense. I reckon they're going to be on the ground a, a hell of a lot due to this offense that we've seen. 
Um, I reckon Atlanta can win this one, but as we've seen, I'd the thing I'd be most confident in would be the unders, which I haven't had a look yet, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's mid to low 30s. So that's what I reckon, Atlanta and unders. What do you one think? One monitor is uh, Brees Hall dealing with a hamstring issue according to our Wednesday practice report here on Sleeper. So just one to monitor because I thought he'd be a good one for receiving yards because he generally gets them uh, when they're struggling because they've got no offense. So yeah, mate, I'm going to skip this game. I don't like anything. Um, who am I going to tip? I'll probably tip the... Uh, Falcons because they're got a little bit more on uh, defense and offense. Let's go to the Cardinals two and 10 taking on the Steelers seven and four Matt Canada out of the building. Okay. He's in the building and they have, he has 44 starts and they don't get 400 yards scrimmage yards. That is the week before he was employed. They did the week after he was sacked. They got 400 yards. What a stinky offensive coordinator. It's no coincidence. And I mean, seriously, how do they allow this thing? Like, how much say do these offensive coordinators have? They must have so much because he's, you know, the guy that's come out and he was really emotional and he said he's a really good friend. He's a great person. Um, we're, we're, we're all like our family, my wife's friends with his wife, you know, like which I get. And, I, you know, you feel really bad for them when they do get the flick. But they must be so bad at their job when someone fixes it in one week. I mean, Pickett looked outstanding. Najee Harris went from 99 and a tutty. You got Warren there as your backup who we thought was going to get more work. Like it can't, Frymuth was out just 133, like a crazy offense. And, you know, it wasn't like it was against an easy defense. And this week they get a really, really good matchup. The Cardinals were putrid last week, putrid. I thought they were going to go, all right, they are not going to go tip against them every week. They were so bad. They're on the road this week. Steelers are seven and four. I just can't believe how they keep winning. I don't think they'll, they'll be one and done in finals. But uh, you know what? You can just never know with this team and this, you know, this the way Tomlin coaches. He just gets the best out of his players. I was so happy with the fact that, you know, Kenny Pickett could get the ball going and, uh, you know, 278 passing yards. That was like 40, that was 40 plus more yards than he's thrown all season. You know what I mean? I mean, he didn't throw a touchdown, but just a great sign for their offense and a great sign if you've got Pickens in your fantasy team. Rat, what do you think is going to happen in this one? Yeah, mate, it was great to see with the uh, Pittsburgh offense. As we said, I still think Pittsburgh at home, their defense is outstanding, as we know, which prior to last week had been keeping them in games. Now they've got a bit more juice of the, the offensive side of the ball. I reckon they get this done quite convincingly. Um, yeah, not too much to see from the little gingerbread man there, as we know. So looks like Naji with the new offensive coordinator going to get a bit more of a look, mate. He, um, he only played half half the snaps, but still got 15 licks of the ice cream. Uh, what did Warren have? Warren had 13 attempts. So they've still rushed 28 times, uh, but Naji did a bit better there. I might go Pittsburgh to win and Harris to get over again, mate. What do you reckon? Well, if, if Najee's the main man, which I think he might be, I, I don't understand. The morning of, they said that Najee will be taking the secondary role and Warren will be not the one. And they said the same thing about Pickens. Watching the game, that wasn't the case. It was the complete opposite. So uh, I was a bit disappointed with that. But watching, it, it was pretty even as well. Najee just had um, a really, really big run on one of those occasions and, and Warren really couldn't really get going. Uh, you know, he still had 13 carries to Najee's 
15. So it was pretty well split down the middle. Uh, man, I really like Najee though. Like, how can you not give him the ball more? He was just looking explosive. He looked refreshed. Um, and I've th- just little things, but I, I watched his post-game press conference after, well, it was Matt Canada's last game. And he just said, oh, I don't think people, they asked, do people know what's going on with this offense? And he's just like, no comment, you know, like as if I know that this offense sucks and I don't want to say it. So I'll just run a comment. He looks like he's rejuvenated. looks like, you know, there's this new offensive call coordinators bringing out a bit more life as they do. We've seen it with the Raiders when they become, when they got rid of McDaniels as head coach, they all started to lift. Uh, so I'm, I'm really liking Najee mate. And against the Cardinals, they have the worst run day. Let me just write this down for my best bet later on when I post it Sunday, but Najee Harris, I got to work out who's going to be the one, but Najee Harris TD, I think is an absolute lock. This run defense is that bad from the Cardinals. Oh, I can't, don't get me started. Um, that's it. I like I like Mark. I liked Hollywood Brown last week, um, but he's also questionable again with his heel. He had he wasn't even in the market, mate. He had eighty eight yards receiving, but you couldn't get a. They would not put a market up for him, which was really disappointing because I thought he had a great matchup. Um, but yeah, that's it. Just stick to Pittsburgh. I think they win this one. They win it easy and they win it on the ground. Looking forward to watching. Let's move on to the Colts, six and five, taking on the Titans, four and seven. Big game here. We saw Derrick Henry. He was back last week. He's not really getting those 100-yard games, but the touchdowns, we know he gets goal line. Two tutties, outstanding. Um, thought he looked fantastic. A player to watch was Traylon Burks back at training. He was seen practicing after his big concussion about two or three weeks ago. I thought a Kongwu was all right. Um, I've been, I really, I'm a real big fan of his. He gets a great matchup. Um, but Hopkins is clearly the wide receiver one, and it's not the greatest matchup this week. Um, on the flip side, there's a huge issue with Jonathan Taylor, which leaves Zach Moss. I couldn't have been more wrong last week, right? I think I said Zach Moss under, but I didn't anticipate Taylor to have a broken thumb or wrist or whatever it was. So Taylor's out, Zach Moss is in. Um, I don't really like teams running the ball against the Titans. I like their passing. So yeah, this might be another Pittman game who went for 107 last week. I've gone through a few players there. What do you like the most? Mate, I reckon on that uh, running the ball point, uh, Taylor was out last time these two teams played. Zach Moss played against Tennessee and rushed for 165 yards and two touchdowns. I reckon they are going to absolutely smoke him. When I say smoke him, I reckon they win by over 10 points. Uh, Moss gets over um, and Pittman's yard, I could imagine, will be uh, uh, high 50s, mid 60s. I'll take that as well. Pittman over Zach Moss to get over and Indiana by uh, 10 plus points. Mm, like it. On the road, though, on the road, a little bit wet. It's going to be interesting. I don't really, the Titans weren't good last week. You know, I thought they could win. The Pan- they only just won. The Panthers had nothing. They won by seven, I think, on reflection. But yeah, uh, I'm going to be, I-, I don't mind Hopkins in this one. Um, but yeah, Moss, let's let's watch that one. I can't really, yeah. I think well, you're right, mate. History does say he's 165 and two touchdowns. I wonder if he gets any passing uh, yards in this one in case their D does hold up because they're. Uh, I thought, I think they're. You know, I think the Titans traditionally go right at home, and they're. Uh, they're. You know, their run D is not bad. Last week they had Chuba Hubbard. He went for 45 and a tutty, and Sanders had 28 rushing yards. That was a combined total of nine, uh, 29 carries and they only allowed less than 80 yards. So well, it, their run day is not bad, but that was the Panthers. They probably thought, well, you can't throw it, so you'll run it. Yeah, mate, 
you know, let's not talk about it any longer, but I just think it'd be interesting to watch. I might tip the Titans in this one, man. I actually might go back to the home team. I don't like either or, but I might think the home team can just hold with a coaching clinic. We'll soon find out. Just with Jonathan Taylor out, I think that might be the case. Now, this game's one of my favourites to, to watch this week. The Dolphins 8-3 taking on the Commanders 4-8. and eight. Let's not remind people. The Giants, let's remind people, sorry. The Giants beat the Commanders at home for the Commanders, right? And they threw 247. I think Tommy DeVito did in three touchdowns. The next week, the Commanders played Dallas. Dallas went bananas. I think Zach Dak threw four and 300 and something, right? This week, they get the Dolphins. Their pass D is that bad. It is at home. But this is a cheater. This is Waddle. This is this is yards, yards in the air. This could be... I think Cheetah could go 200 this week if everything goes well. This is the week you do it. Their secondary is horrific. Rat, another 100 game for Cheetah, surely. What do you think? Oh, mate, they've they've actually jumped on now. Cheetah's line's 104 yards. The commander's secondary's leaks yards. He still covers that. No dramas. Like, no, no yeah. questions about it. Still covers 104 and a half yards. Um and a bit of change, I reckon. And it's looking great for the American Aces futures right there. Um, yeah, yeah your, mate, your future bet is looking outstanding, mate. I think he's got 250 or 300 yards. He's in front of him. It's Keenan Allen who's now coming, to, you know, starting to sprint home now that uh, AJ Brown's had a couple of stinkers. That's right, mate. So Miami to win. I reckon che- uh, Cheetah, 120 yards. Oh, I reckon the market's 125. I've mossed it to get over and I reckon two or throws for two tutties. So it'll be interesting to see what uh, that gets you come game day, but that's what I reckon happens. And I reckon I'm being uh, quite light there saying two or throws for two tutties because they absolutely leak. And I just don't reckon they'll have an answer for the way they uh, throw Waddle and Hill around the field, mate. What do you think happens? Yeah. It's, it's, you never know with this commander's team. They've been so bad the last two weeks and, I just don't like – I don't really rate their coach personally. I think he's. Uh, it's time to kind of get some some freshness in the building um, and put that out there. I, I just think this is, you know, provided the weather's okay, it says it might be a little bit drizzly. So provided we get a nice day, I, I think this can be a, a big day for Tyreek Hill and Waddle. Um, it's a simple offense. He's got to work out what's going on in the running back room. A-Chain says he's limited. He's got the sore knee. Wilson had 11 snaps last week and had goal line at the start. Most of them ended up getting a couple of tutties, but Wilson did get goal line on the first drive, which really rattled me. Um, so yeah, I'm just all about Miami in this one. And if I was to turn, going to turn to to the Commanders, just Brian Robinson's like months been outstanding, and a lot of it's been in the passing game. Uh, 111 three weeks ago in a tutty, 59 the week after, and just the 11 last week. But it was against Dallas. I feel like Dallas is an outlier. You can't really judge their performances against these teams, but Miami's a red light. So uh, you got to kind of look elsewhere. And, you know, I think the only player that I trust is Terry McLaurin. He's there, like, I think he's their captain and one of one of the players that they have invested a lot of time and money into. I, I think Terry McLaurin is a guy that had 11 targets last week for just four catches and 50 yards. 11 targets is a lot of targets. So if they're playing from behind, I think he might be a good one for yards. Um, but yeah, all about Tyreek Hill, mate. I think we've taken Tyreek Hill for 100 yards nearly every week. And to remind listeners, he's gone for 100 yards, one, two, three, four, five, six of his last seven. He's he's only had, he's, he's gone less than 100 yards only three times this year. 
Uh, and, and you know some of these games are like what one for mate. He's just he's so much fun. I, I can't see why. Sorry, five games is gone less than a um less than a hundred. So yeah, uh, he's he's a he's a beast. And it's just to remind punters out there and aces the fantasy. Last week he had a red matchup. The week before he had an amber. The next two weeks he gets Washington and Tennessee. They're green light matchups. So he gets his best matchups for the year. These are his last two best matchups. Um, after that, he's got the Jets and Dallas, Baltimore, and then Buffalo. So some really hard matchups later in the season. But Washington and Tennessee is lights out, green as it gets. So, mate, really excited. It's just all about Tyreek Hill for mine. I can't wait to watch that one uh, and cheer him on. Let's go to the next game. Let's fly through a couple of these ones. Panthers and Buccaneers, 1-10 and 10, the Panthers. Buccaneers, 4-7. and seven. Really easy for me, mate. All about the Bucs. What do you think? Yeah, mate, Bucks get this done easy. They're still in the playoff hunt, as I mentioned, six games to go. If they could get on a roll here, they play Carolina, Atlanta, Jacksonville, New Orleans, and Carolina as well. A few, oh, well, a fair few divisional games there. Um, I reckon, yeah, Tampa win this and Rashad White gets over. What do you think happens? Like it, like it. Um, Rashad White didn't, um, sorry, Rashad White was rumored not to have played last week and he played quite well. Um, I just think that against that run D, like we spoke about last week with Derrick Henry, Rashad White, if he's healthy, had a hundred yards last week. He's getting over for a little rushing touchdown. Uh, I had a I had a little I liked Kate Otten last week. Um, and he had forty five yards, but no tutty. I was looking for a tutty from him, so I might follow up. On the flip side, though, you know what I want to I want you to watch and I want you to monitor. What's happened every time a coach has got the sack on offense? Yeah. As we know, they free up a bit. So yeah, yeah. So Bryce Young this year, his last, or especially his last few weeks. So his last four four weeks hasn't gone over a two hundred passing. Um, and then he had a good gap there where he had four weeks in a row where he went two hundred plus. I just think against Tampa, their run D is fantastic. And Feelings, Feelin last week had an absolute mare. Three targets, one catch, two yards, the lowest by a mile. So. I think this week, green light matchup, even though Tennessee had a green light last week, they didn't get him the ball, only giving him three targets. I think Thielen and Bryce Young for 200 plus is not a bad little um, way to boost it up. So I'll be looking forward to that. I think I think he's going to free him up and whoever's in there is going to do what you said. Let him have some fun, go back to the basics um, and see what they can do. But it's Tampa for mine at home. Let's go to the biggest game of the week and the round. This is massive, massive, right? There's a lot of drama going on uh, online right now. Let's talk about this game in depth. 49ers, 8-3 and three, and flying, healthy as they can be, taking on the Eagles, 10-1, and one, who had a blockbuster game last week against the Bills. 49ers had more rest. They, uh, I don't know if you saw McCaffrey. Jeez, he looked banged up. His missus put a video of his, uh, of his arm all bruised. Uh, it looked like he got pretty banged up there. Nothing that he wouldn't have had before. But this is a massive game. Remember what happened last time these two teams met. They lost Purdy. Um, they they had McCaffrey throwing the ball and they had nothing left, mate. They had injuries everywhere. Well, it's a little bit different. And it's chirpy. I think Debo Samuel's been calling out all their defensive players. This is going to be at the Eagles. It's going to be loud. It's going to be entertaining. It's going to be at 8.25 a.m. in Australia. That's if you're in Melbourne. It might be wet. I can't wait. I can't wait. If it's wet, you know, you've got running back machines everywhere. What do you think happens in this one? Yeah, mate, 
Absolute blockbuster. And as we mentioned last week, since San Fran got all their weapons back and their full complement, they've looked absolutely outstanding. Uh, I think Philly are going to win this one. Being at home, they're a different team there. Um, maybe wet. Who knows? I don't think it matters too much. Uh, they played a wet one there on the uh, weekend and it was still lights out. Both teams, them and the Bills, both scored 30-odd points. Uh, I just reckon I'm going to keep it quite simple here. I reckon Philly win. And a Jalen Hurts tush push. And then I might even see if I can squeeze in there uh, DeAndre Swift uh, combine the rushing and receiving yards over because I've loved the way he's looked the last couple of weeks, mate. What do you think? Well, what do I think? I don't really know. But I know that AJ Brown's had two quiet weeks. Um, and I think he needs to get going in this game. I think Devontae Smith's been real dominant the last couple of weeks with the 100 yards. Um, yeah, I, I, you know what I read the other day? I saw that if San Fran beat them and beat them badly or beat them up, they then, the Eagles then have to go to the Dallas Cowboys, play them at Dallas. And if they drop that, there's a chance they can go from first seed to the fifth. <laughs> can you believe the stakes at hand oh. here the next couple of weeks? Oh, mate, it's staggering. That's what you get when you have three cracking teams at the top of their uh, conference. And we know that um, they're going to be fighting it out for the next couple of years with the quarterbacks that they have at the helm with Hertz, Purdy and Prescott, mate. They've just got to put the weapons around them. And those three teams are going to be at the top for the next handful of years to come, I reckon. Yeah, mate. I, I um, Look, the tush pushes, can, like, it just doesn't, it's undefeated. So, you think if you're going to go touchdowns, Jalen Hurts, but he needs to be on the one, two, or three uh, for that to happen. I just thought AJ Brown last week. I think there's a rumor that Goddard might be back. I know he missed practice, so he might not be back. Um, look, I actually think I'm going to tip San Fran. I think they, uh, I think they're stacked. I think this is a big test for them, and I think the fact that they're eight and three. This is very important that they win this. Uh, it's important that both win it, but I think the Eagles can drop this and win next week. They're at home. The Bills, I thought the Bills, like Josh Allen played outstanding. They should have won that game and uh, they they got them everywhere. They got them on the ground. They got them in the air. Uh, there's been a lot of talk. Debo's been chirping a lot. I, I, I just wonder, like, does Debo go, you know, he went 79 last week, but the guy that was quiet was Ayuk. And I think Ayuk is their wide receiver one. Um, I want to go back to last year's last year's game when they played each other, where was the last time they, well, they didn't really have a full team. So you can't really look at it. Can you? Um, no, man, I, I, I don't know. I just think McCaffrey and, uh, and hurt to be your TD scorers. I think AJ Brown will get a lot of targets. I think they're going to be going for him. And yeah, I expect a few jet sweeps from Debo. So you can't really go for receiving yards, but Ayuk was a little bit down last week and he did miss him. Um, on a really big play. Ayuk's gone three touchdowns in a row also, right? Just wonder uh, since we've kind of got on him. I think he gets a good matchup this week. Uh, you know, Gabe Davis was outstanding and uh, and and so was the Stefan Diggs. So, Brown and Ayuk. Oh, mate, you know what? Just load them all up. I just hope this is 30 to 37. You know, this could be a blockbuster. I, I can't wait. I just can't wait. It means so much. I've got Hurts in fantasy. Um, I don't mind if he plays from behind because last week he scored four touchdowns and a half and it's just exciting. So, hey, if Eagles win this game though, and they win easy, look out. Like that means that they don't, they'd have to be very firm favourites for the Super Bowl. This is almost like a, a Super Bowl. This game, I feel like whoever wins could potentially win the whole thing. Um, 
provided they stay healthy. So, Rat, excited. I'm going to tip San Fran on the road. Who are you tipping? Mate, I'm going to tip Philly at home. Okay, we're going against each other. Well, looking forward to that one. Um, all right, a few more games to go, guys. Three games to go. Let's let's go smack through these quickly. Browns taking on the Rams. Browns obviously struggling there with their quarterback, who's uh, you know DTR is questionable, and they're saying that he might miss. So Joe Flacco might be lining up, which I don't mind. A bit of experience there. Give the running backs the ball. Brings Cooper into the game and Najoku. On the flip side, Stafford looked amazing last week with his mate Kyron Williams, who went off against Arizona. 143 on the ground, 61 yards receiving and two receiving touchdowns. Cooper Cup battling with the ankle injury. Didn't like him. Took him unders last week and loved that he had 18 yards. He's got an ankle injury. I don't care how you put it. His ankle's cooked at the moment. He's just trying to play. You just can't go near him, I don't think. It'd be a fantasy nightmare heading into finals. Rat, what do you like? Higby was huge also last week. Yeah, mate. All right, you hit the um, nail on the head there with Cup. I backed him in. I've got him in me fantasy team with the Osmerican. He's found his way to the pond after a couple of lean weeks. So I'm going to go the under this week on him as well. So if anything, we know Puka's there. They've got Cooper's line at mid-60s, I think. And that's just way too high with how he's moving around at the minute. They're trying to get him involved, but he doesn't, he doesn't look crash hot, does he? So I reckon it's LA... Williams to get over and we'll have a look at what uh, Puka's line is. But if anyone's going to get it over, it's going to be him, mate. So I reckon it's uh, pretty straightforward with the Rams here, who are still in the playoff hunt, mate. They could still go for a wild card spot here. So a lot on the line for them as well as the Browns. Last week, Troutman tight end touchdown um, for the Broncos against the, the Browns. But Russell Wilson threw 134 yards. He threw a touchdown. He actually rushed a touchdown for 34 yards. And Piran got a little bit more work with seven carries and one reception. He got the touchdown over Williams. There wasn't much offense given up from the Browns. So it's just really hard to pick. Um, both teams have good D. I, I don't like this game at all. I don't like it. I think it might be unders, Rat. I just don't like it. It stinks. Um, I just can't really. I don't even know where to start. If you've got anyone in their fantasy, that's just like a really bad, bad matchup. But, hey, Rams need to win. They're five and six. And, Browns are seven and four and they need to keep winning. Uh, the Bengals kind of dropping off is great, but Steelers are going pretty well. All right, let's move on. I'm, in that one, I'm going to, you know, you probably want to tip the Rams, but the Rams are so inconsistent. I can't pick them, but you know, the last, I don't know. I don't even know. I'm just going to take unders. Chiefs taking on the Packers at Lambeau. This will be big. Eight and three, the Chiefs looking a bit better. Uh, you're right. Last week, let's recap. I had a discussion about Kelsey. I said he's only gone over 70 yards, I think, twice in the year. Last week, he looked great. He went 90. He got a lot of work. No touchdowns, uh, but Rashi Rice was the guy I like. Rat like Kelsey. Everyone's a winner. Um, it was good to see, but we, we need to remind everyone he's 34 years old uh, and he needs some help. And Rashi Rice got going, which is awesome. Uh, Mahomes looked better. They started poor, Rat. They were down 14 from the jump. Uh, and Myers... Adams, they had 70 yards, I think, just before half time almost with a touchdown for Myers and Jacobs just got them on the ground. So that tells me that, you know, AJ Dillon gets a good matchup here. Uh, Aaron Jones, it says he's still missing, um, but so was AJ Dillon actually from practice. So it's an interesting one here, but I, I like Mahomes. I, I'll never get, I'll never tip against him, against a, you know, a young quarterback. And I think Pacheco, um, isn't a bad play. I reckon he can get over. He had two rushing touchdowns last week, and I think he gets a great matchup. So I'm going to be taking Mahomes. I like Pacheco uh, for goal line, and yeah, I don't like a lot of the Packers. What do you like? 
Uh, yeah, mate. I like or have liked uh, Jordan Love's last three weeks. He's thrown for seven touchdowns over the past three weeks. Uh, and including that was against Pittsburgh. So we know how good uh, their defense is. So I'm quite intrigued to see how he goes against the uh, Kansas City secondary here. I still think Mahomes is going to be too classy for Green Bay at Lambeau. Uh, we know where his weapons lie, as you mentioned the last couple of weeks with Rice and Kelsey. Um, mm, I might take Mahomes just for two tutties, two throwing touchdowns at Kansas City to win here at Green Bay. I struggle to see where the touchdowns are going to come from. Uh, sorry, what players? But I still reckon he throws. I still reckon yeah, he throws for a couple, mate. Yeah, I like it. I think Chiefs win. Um, it's a good game. It'll be a good game. Sunday night football, that one. Let's go to Monday night football. The last game, it should be pretty straightforward. Bengals taking on the Jags. Bengals are five and six and Jags eight and three. Mate, I think the player that I want to see get going just in general is probably ETN. He's had a couple of down weeks. He gets a good matchup this week. Um, and just to remind everyone last week when the Bengals played, they, uh, you know, the, the team that got them was the Steelers on the ground with Najee Harris, who had 99 yards and a touchdown, and Jalen Warren had 49. So it's about 150 on the ground. Um, and obviously, Kenny had 278 passing. So I think that if you look at that, this has ETN all over it. It has been a little bit quiet. Um, and then off the back of that, you get a little bit of play action. And Christian Kirk's the player that's due, mate. You know how we talk about due? Hasn't scored a touchdown since week seven. Ridley's been hot the last couple of weeks. I think this could be a Kirk touchdown. But my first tip for this one is right at least Jags to win. I think they win quite comfortably. And I really like ETN. He had 20 attempts last week. For 2.8 yards per carry, 56 rushing yards and 30 yards receiving. That's a really, really, really low. In fact, it's the lowest yards per carry he's had um, all year and has not scored a touchdown on the ground rushing since week seven when he had his sixth uh, in three weeks. So I think this week is an ETN touchdown and a Jags win. What about you? Love that, mate. Love that. Uh, Jacksonville just have to win this one. Uh, they got going last week. Trevor Lawrence looked great. Uh, 364 yards of rushing tutty. Um, yeah, I just reckon I just reckon Jags are going to be way too good. One to notice now is Zay Jones coming back in. I noticed he's got three targets here, but at least two of them were in the red zone. So you mentioned Kirk's due. But now with Jones coming back, they like what he can do in the red zone. So I'm going to take Jags to win and Jones. I, I might double up. I might join you, Eddie and, and Zay Jones to both get in. I reckon you'd get some juicy odds there for both of those guys to get over in the same game. Don't mind that, Brad. He's only played five full games and had two touchdowns out of the five. Um, and last week he played 71% snap share. So he's on the ground, which is what you need. You need players on the ground. Uh, mate, that's that's it. That's 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 week thirteen. It's big, as I said. Buys. There's a lot of teams on buy. Um, there's some exciting things happening. Can we go another multi rat? Can we salute for the punters? You know the problem when you win, they come from the clouds. They go, "What do you got this week?" You know. So this <laughs> week, there's more pressure than ever for one of us to land, and we'll be telling them, take them individually, but take them as a multi at the end. And fantasy, well, I've got Jamar Chase and Mixon in my fantasy team, and I'm just not too happy about it. But considering it's going to come down to Monday Night Football, which is obviously Tuesday here, 
uh, it will be an exciting watch. I'll probably need some points to win and I'll be cheering those boys on as well. So uh, looking forward to that one, mate. Anything else before I wrap up? Nothing else, mate. Looking forward to bouncing back here and uh, saluting with a couple of green ticks. I just want to give the punters a little uh, recap of my notes in front of me. So week 13, this is what I've written down. And Tony Pollard, TD, Cooks, 40-plus yards. I've li- I like the Chargers to win with Eckler to get the touchdown. I think he's due and he should be getting goal line, even though he's running like he's got a fridge on his back. The Lions to bounce back and win. Najee Harris, TD, they look great. So do the Steelers. Tyreek Hill over. I actually think he'll get 125 plus. If the weather isn't too bad, check the weather. Chiefs win and, and play well on the road. And then the, I think we can finish the week off well with the Jags win an ETN touchdown with yards. Um, and then if you want to be cheeky, rat like Zay Jones for a touchdown. But they're kind of my notes as I've taken it. I'll wait till Sunday. Check the weather, check the reports, check the injury reports. That is. Um, but right, exciting uh, week ahead. Big week. We're all tied as well. I need the Atlanta Falcons to go poorly in fantasy because it's going to come down to points four. And I think you've got me at the moment. And Aces, remember our discount code is there for Ricks. I think our sales are over now, but you got your 20% off discount code at rickseyewear.com.au. You get free express shipping when you use the discount code Aces. Um, there's still a few Soho cherries there. So let's celebrate summer together. Look sharp, tag us in them when you've got them. Um, and yeah, sit back and relax and enjoy NFL week 13. Rat, thanks so much for your time, brother. I uh, I wish you nothing but the best. I know you're, uh, you know, you got a bub due soon. So you're busy. You've also got preseason starting next week. So all, all the best with that. Hopefully your time trial time looks better than your rig. And uh, I'll see you next week for week 14 of NFL with Osmo Aces. Nice, Tommy.